just close my eyes again Climbed aboard the dream weaver train Trying to take away my worries of today And leave tomorrow Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome to number 12. Our 12th episode where we are continuing our awesome discussion on strange dreams. You know, I was thinking about the different categories and we forgot one. What's that? Erotic dreams. <laughs> right? Yeah. I've been brown at dreaming. It's true. You know, they are a form of lucid dreams, but they are a type of dream that a lot of people experience. Not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't say anything about erotic. <laughs> I'm not omitting the omissions. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's, yeah, I know. It's science. It's physiology. I'm, it happens. Yep. It does. So what are we going to talk about? Number 12. Number 12, you know, I don't think we went over in any kind of distinct form the actual stages of sleep. I don't remember. I, I remember we touched we ta- it. We touched it. We talked about REM and mm-hmm. NREM. NREM. Non-REM sleep and REM sleep, which REM means? Rapid eye movement. Right. And NREM means? Non-rapid eye movement. That's right. So the first one, non-REM, is when you're first going into sleep. And your eyes aren't moving rapidly. And then when you go into deep sleep, then you REM. Your eyes are moving. But you know what's weird? REM sleep Mm -hmm. is sometimes the type of sleep when you're having dreams that you remember. REM. Remember. Yeah, REM. Nice. Yeah. Nice little catchphrase or something. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. So, to kick this episode off, we did something unique and included my wife, Roxanne. Not unique to us. No, not unique to us. We did, we, as most of you know, we do a, what's called an IDL, which stands for... Investigation, Destination, Libation. libation. Which consists of three elements that we combine into a trifecta of goodness mm-hmm. to kick off an episode when we start our investigation. That's why it's called Investigation, Destination, Libation. Yeah. Because typically, we, go we would be doing it in the, the spot. So, like, we went to Shoshone, and we did our investigation destination libation, libation there. there. And the cattle emulation we kicked off in uh, Shoshone, Idaho. So, did, did you just say Shoshone? I, I literally just said it, like, one and a half seconds ago. Okay. I don't know why I did that. I don't either. <laughs> so, like, in our... <laughs> so, what... <laughs> so so like our Spooky Things in Strange Places series, we mm-hmm. kicked off with an IDL at Milner's Gate in mm-hmm. Twin Falls, Idaho. And tonight, we kicked off our investigation destination libation for strange dreams in our homes, because guess where you usually dream? That's where we take our naps. In our homes. Yep. In our own beds. We didn't want to do it in bed, though. That'd be weird. And Harden, I would not feel good. Yeah, I didn't want to crawl in bed with Austin and my wife. It would be weird. 
So, so we got out our glasses. We filled them up this time with something a little bit different. We filled them up with what was that? Uh, it, it was, was an, an Irish stout. That's weird. <laughs> Coming to <the> stereo. <laughs> I'm left and you're right. But <laughs> no, you're wrong. I am right. <laughs> there you go. But it was it was, uh, a, it was an imperial. <laughs> st- <laughs> it was an imperial stout. Called. It was not imperial. It was just an Irish. Nitro, oh, it was an Irish nitro stout. Nitro Irish stout. A nitro Irish stout. In the can, it was a nice looking can. You want me to run and grab one? You can fill in the dead air. Okay, yeah, go get one while I. I'll oh, just bye, 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 bye. So Austin's <laughs> running to find the can. <laughs> oh yeah, Mongolian chanting because that has everything to do with dreams. Yeah, Austin's going to get his used can of Irish stout. I am filling in the silence here. But it was fun. We kicked off our investigation into strange dreams. We've done a little research online. We found out that there are actually four stages of sleep. Okay, so Austin's back with... I gotta catch my breath because I literally ran. I know, you ran. You ran fast like the wind. You (laughs) You almost spit up. Okay. He almost spit his beer out. Mm-hmm. I brought but anyway. those in case we need to rinse our mouth out. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Friday <laughs> night, so we are actually having a couple. We are sampling three different beers. Mm-hmm. We could sample four, but we've already had the fourth. So we, actually, we've had all of these except for those two. Anyway. 50% is usually not a good place to start saying all of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, we had because we've tasted them. Okay. okay. So okay. that's in the past. Okay. It works. So we did our IDL with Nitro Irish Stout by Breckenridge Brewery out of, I don't know, somewhere in Colorado. It says Fine Colorado Ales. Yeah. Let's go with Fort Collins. And it was pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it is super it, good. It, it, it is very smooth. It's got a 4.4% alcohol rate, so it won't kick your butt like Dragon's Milk does. Mm-mm. And we did it with uh, Irish whiskey. It was Bushmills. Bushmills, Irish whiskey. And what did we have for the the cream? It was just a vanilla cream. Yeah, it was a vanilla cream, which isn't the ideal, but it's what we had. Yeah, we, we improvised. But it tasted pretty good, except for yeah. your mom didn't like it. It was nice because this, this Irish stout has like a coffee flavor. It does. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it kind of had a mm-hmm. coffee thing. Yeah, it's got a, it's a dark So roast. the vanilla yeah. creamer, when you drop it in... It actually tasted pretty good. And the Irish whiskey with that was actually, I thought, mm-hmm. was was exceptional. Not yeah. as good, I I don't think it's, as an IDL beer, it's not quite as good as Dragon's Milk Mm-mm. for an IDL. No. I mean, it's hard to beat Dragon's Milk it for really the IDL. Is. But anyway, we had my wife, Roxanne, and Austin's mom you join us. You may remember her. She is a hooker. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> he said that one time in an episode. And he wasn't being serious. He's a funny guy. Because her name's Roxanne. Roxanne. You don't have to put on the red light. Those days are over. You don't have to say your body to the night. Your mom never turned on the red light. <clears throat> Which is good because yeah. I would feel bad. I'd be like Sting. And I want to share you with another boy. That was good. That was, that was you good. sounded just like it. I know, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I've heard that song a few times. Also, we're drinking right now. Uh Sierra Nevada. Yeah, Bigfoot Foot. barley wine style ale. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's like nine percent. Yeah, it's like nine point six percent. It's good. It's hoppy. It it's reminds me of brown sugar. Brown from, sugar from uh Lion 
not lightning kugels. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, it's it, it's really good. I saw it at the store, and seeing how we're going to be at a convention here in the near future. You're going to yell at everybody. I'm going to say in Boise, Idaho, on June 13th. It's a Saturday from nine till five. There is actually a convention, a Squatch Con convention, for all you Bigfoot lovers out there, in Boise, Idaho, on Fairview Avenue, at a place called Deathproof Coffee. Mm, I've been there. It's cool. They have a venue there for concerts and stuff like that. We got a booth. We're gonna set it up. We're gonna, I don't know, probably see all of our two fans. Yep. <laughs> But we're going to have fun. I'm going to design maybe some kind of design for Bigfoot merchandise Merch. of some sort. Did you get a Sasquatch? Uh, yeah. Ooh, sign? This yeah. is Taters. Oh, <laughs> good one. Yeah. That'll be good. We'll do something. We're going to do some merch and we're going to be there and we're going to be talking about strange things. And it will be the perfect kickoff for our adventure, our first steps into mm-hmm. cryptozoological topics. Yep. And we are going to do series on well let's just say giant hairy people mm-hmm. yes shout out to the viking yeah to the viking <laughs> a bigfoot incarnate yep yeah anyway if you guys want to come out june 13th 2020 and so you might be listening to this like a year down the road yeah they got plenty of time to yeah. get ready to go to that you don't want thing. to come in 2021 because if you come in 2021 it's already happened <clears throat> but maybe they'll have one in 2021 all the people in breckenridge Colorado Place Brewing Company can plan to come down here. That's right. And we bought their beer especially to promote SquatchCon 2020. They didn't make that one. Boys here in Nevada. No, I know. I'm just saying oh. we bought this because of SquatchCon 2020 in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. That's the one I was talking about. The Nitro Stout? Mm-hmm. That says Breckenridge, Colorado one. That says Nevada on oh, the Oh, yeah, that's it. Here in Nevada. They're all flip-flopped. Yeah, that, yeah, okay, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I didn't know what you were talking about. Well, why would you say anything about Denver people? Jerks. Uh-oh. Because it's Sasquatch. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Looking late. Here. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen. Anyway. People are going to get a lot of drinks if I don't come out all these anyways. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, get it going. So we talked about, about that there are four stages of sleep. Mm-hmm. And the four stages are NREM1, which is non-rapid eye movement stage one. Okay. And it's a transition period between being awake and sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it usually lasts, they say... Whoever they are that study sleep, those sleep, sleep guys, that it lasts five to ten minutes. Okay, and then you go into NREM stage two, or non-REM sleep or non-rapid eye movement sleep stage two. Mm-hmm. And during this stage, your body temperature drops, your heart slows down, your blood pressure drops, and your brain begins to produce um, sleep. I guess they call them spindles. Spindles? Which are little things that, yeah, that that are developed to help you sleep. I don't hmm. quite understand exactly what they are, but we'll dive into that. Sleep in spindle sounds cool. And that stage usually lasts about about twenty minutes. 
Okay. So before you're really into a deep sleep where you will have like dreams that are memorable, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're 20 minutes into it, 20, 30 minutes into it. Right. So then you hit stage three, which is non-REM stage three. Mm-hmm. And so it's still a non-rapid eye movement sleep state. And in this state, your muscles relax. Mm-hmm. Mine don't. And this is where your blood pressure really drops to a low level. Right. And where your deepest sleep occurs. So this is like, this is like, this is like when you take a power nap and you're so exhausted and all of a sudden you're just like slobbering on your pillow and stuff like that. Mm. That's what this is. This is the, it's that deep stage three non-REM sleep. So you're, you're not having rapid eye movement. So So after you do that, the first three stages are basically when Obi-Wan goes on that little thing to pull the lever and turn off those shields. And it's like, yeah, that long, long, long turn off. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's what that is. That's what that is. <laughs> so this is, then you hit the good stuff, and this is where like the happy, memorable stuff happens, and that <laughs> is in REM sleep. And REM sleep would be the fourth stage, but during this, some weird things happen physiologically. So your brain becomes more active. Instead of shutting down, it turns back on. Like more active relatively to, you know, when you were sleeping. Yeah. Like so your first three stages are more active than when you're awake. So when they put the sensors on the brain, you know, mm-hmm. and they start looking at it, your neurons start firing again. And they're like, things are going on. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what? I think maybe you're in contact with another dimension. Could be. But anyway, then your body becomes relaxed and immobilized. And your dreams occur, mm-hmm. and there's rapid eye movement. But also during this stage, your blood pressure increases again. Your muscles could flex, and and then my muscles muscle. always flex. Yeah, you're always a flexed muscle. Frickin'. But also, this is how 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 accurate do we want to be in our physiological discussions? I mean, accurate, but maybe not too specific. Because I know um, uh, 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 things that kind of happen to males. In the uh, early morning during mm-hmm. this sleep um, is very common. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about that. No. No. Or you could play ZZ Top. I woke up with wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to erect this subject. No. <laughs> People, it's, it's not hard to imagine. <laughs> right? You might wake up. A little stiff. A little stiff. Yeah. <laughs> okay but let's go now but yeah but that happens during this last stage too and anyway Great. but this is the where you have dreams and you remember them usually mm-hmm. most of your dreams occur in REM, REM state sleep. at least the lucid ones right. and non-daydreams and non-visions and those kind of things because right. those are those are dreams I guess and mm-hmm. they're things that happen they can even happen during while you're awake yeah if you wanted them to I suppose if you see shadow people Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about the types of dreams. Mm -hmm. You can get online and you can find websites that talk about the 30 different kinds of dreams. The five best dream scenarios. Yeah, right. There's all kinds of numbers. Let's do eight. Let's do the top, the top eight, eight dream scenarios that we can think of. So, do you want to kick it off, Oz? You can just pick your top, the one that you think of first. What kind of dreams? 
Well, for me, probably daydreams. Yeah, we talked a little bit about because we were talking about yeah, it earlier. Daydreams know. where you think you know you you're going to do something fantastic or fantastic. Or for me, it's like almost um, like creating a scenario for myself. Mm-hmm. And I get pretty intricate with it, like yeah, yeah. The, the type of vehicle I'm driving, the, yeah. the way it's set up. and I do how, the same thing. Yeah. I do like, I'm going to do three flips down the thing. Oh, I don't go that. And then it. I'm going to. You're more of a superhero in your yeah. daydreams than I am. Well, I'm talking about too. like just yeah. peaceful scenarios <laughs> usually for me. Almost like it's, it might be a way of meditation for me. Because well, be. when I get to work in the mornings and when I uh, am driving there, I, you know, I'll pretend or dream in my head i got this you know nice camper and my mm-hmm. family's there we got a dog there that we love and he's well trained and you know we the way the campgrounds positioned yeah. i have in my head and it's idealistic who's, who's coming in and who's talking with me and mm-hmm. what we're talking about you know i'm showing joe my new camper and i'm showing all the things in You're, life that you make know. you feel you yeah, think and I'm make and I'm kind of like adding yeah. these things together as I get through my morning because if I don't do that, I might fall asleep or I'll just think about what I got to do at work all day and, and then, then be depressed. Not that my job is terrible, but you know, if you just sit there and you're in the moment at work, it makes work long, yeah, long makes it so long. So you kind of just entertain your mind. Well, yeah. and we, you know, we asked your mom about you know what kind of daydreams, mm-hmm. and she's different than me. She has dreams about like going camping and about just sitting around the fire and yeah. just being away and not have Similar to worry about to mine, all kinda, the yeah. crazy things in life. And she has dreams, she said, about like she got us all matching camping chairs and yeah. she can't wait to watch us open See them. The expressions and, on their face. Everybody yeah. wants to be so deliriously happy. And Austin breaks down crying yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your dreams are action hero. I'm always like, when I go into things, I always think about, what if a robber came in? And Mm -hmm. then I'm like, oh, what would I do? And then that's where I have my daydreams. Like, oh, this is what I do. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if I could do that? You know, like in the movie theaters where I get mine because of that Batman (laughs) movie theater shooting that happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like. you think about those things. I'd put my family on the floor. And then you'd run on the tops of the back of the chairs across. Yeah, or something like that. You know, so silly. Yeah. And you know it's never going to happen like that. But that's one of those things. Yeah, those are cool. Mm-hmm. But let's go on now to another category. Okay. Let's talk about lucid dreams. Lucid. So lucid dreams are the ones that are like hyper real. They call them lucid because you remember them when you wake up and you're involved with them and they're they make your, you know, your blood pressure spike and your heart beat fast and they're crazy. And you have control. In your dreams. You can sometimes, yeah. Uh, Brock, we've talked about him before. Shout out to my to the double B. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he used to talk about having lucid dreams where he could actually control. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, this is a dream, and I know it. I can fly over that mountain, or I can, you know, punch this person in the face, zero consequences. Right. And he's he's thinking of it. He's controlling. And with the knowledge, kind of like Deadpool knows that he's a comic book mm-hmm. character. Yeah. You know you're in a dream. You can do whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. Well, it's kind of like what I was saying, too. If you're having a dream and in the dream, your your conscious is mm-hmm. saying, hey, don't do that. But you're aware that but you're, you're like, in a dream. No. It's like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. It's yep. a dream, man. <laughs> and then you feel guilty about it anyway. Sometimes yeah. I have dreams, and I don't know if they'd be lucid or not, but uh, like something will happen. Like, let's say, here's one that happens a lot. 
I'm in a car or on a bicycle or a motorcycle and I'm, I'm on like a bumpy road and, yeah. and I go over a bump and I just like take off. Like flying? I like take off like the, like the, the bump was such a big jump and I just like, you know, like my momentum's carrying me way further than it should. Like I'm on the moon uh-huh. and I know I'm going to like crash and I'm going to hit the ground and it's going to hurt and I have that feeling of like falling. But then I know I'm like, well, no, I'm going to be okay. This happens before. You know, I'll just yeah. hit the ground, I'll be okay. And then and then I hit the ground and I'm okay. Yeah. And it's almost like I know what's gonna happen because yeah. I've had it before. It's like you create the ending. I don't I don't really have the cognitive ability to control the dream, but I, I can calm myself down in the dream. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's a it, weird one, but I think that'd be kinda lucid. Like Yeah, lucid is that I'm at least a little bit aware of what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. I like lucid dreams. Lucid dreams are the best ones. Okay, so let's go on to the next one. The worst ones? Yeah, this one's kind of bad. Nightmares. Mm. So, I don't know if I've had a lot of nightmares. I remember I know one that you've had. Which one? Where I get stuck to the floor? No, with the... Ooh, and one about the devil. Yeah, that's the one I got stuck to the floor. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what it is. I have like religious dreams. Yeah. Or spiritual. Probably because of your upbringing. Maybe, but... Everything's doom and gloom and terrible and yeah evil. but at the same time it's like i'm not that way now that's true but but i do believe in evil i do believe in those kind of things so maybe that's a natural way mm-hmm. that those things creep into your life but yeah that one i had a dream that there was an evil presence that came into when we were living in the double wide trailer down by the river mm-hmm. <laughs> at grandpa's house and we were in between uh moving into a new place there in twin falls and so we stayed in a trailer a double wide trailer and mom and you and amber were there and i come inside the trailer and all of you guys are laying flat on the floor your eyes are open and you're looking around like watch out there's somebody in there but none of you guys could move you were stuck like paraplegic right. or like catatonic or whatever yeah and then there was like this deep like a didgeridoo or whatever just a yeah low bass kind of thing that you could feel through your whole body and it just pushed me to the floor and it just stuck like a magnet. Right. So I could look around with my eyes, but I couldn't move anything. I was oh, just stuck weird. to the floor. And and I had this idea that, oh, this is like something evil, like mm-hmm. the devil's here or something. And then in my mind, I, I had like, no, it can't be. It has no power over me. And then we were able to get up. Did the, You yeah. have no power over me, Gandalf. You shall not. Oh, the rings references. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever um, it is. But yeah, and then we got up and it was weird. That stuck with me. That dream? Yeah, because do you remember I got like a really bad fever while we remodeled the house? I do remember that. And I was like, it might have been like West Nile or something. Like it was bad. Yeah, I think you had, you thought really you had Really high Nile. fever and just messed up. And Because uh, we had some friends that the wife had a bad go around mm-hmm. with West Nile. It was right during that and same time. Kind of like lucid like Did lucid hallucinations oh hallucinations. like i would actually Not like lu- i saw yeah. it like i thought i saw a guy come into our house and he wasn't there yeah and then i like kind of snapped out of it and i was like this is weird but and that might come up later well, i was gonna say that's a really good i don't think it's in fever the, dreams list. right yeah hallucinations caused by fever illness sickness drugs that kind of stuff but anyway mm-hmm. yeah Keep um, sorry but uh you had told me that dream uh-huh. thing maybe we were talking about one of my dreams or hallucinations Uh and you had told me about this terrible dream where you were stuck to the floor and everything was shaking yeah 
So I don't know if you remember when we were remodeling the house because I flooded it with a washing machine. Twice. I only did it. I only flooded it once. <laughs> um, but and it was the washing machine's fault. Both times. Yeah. How do I? I don't know. I, <laughs> props to the junior hire doing his own laundry. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is thank goodness for insurance, insurance. <laughs> because yeah, that was. Awful. But uh, yeah, you told me this thing and everything was shaking yeah. in your dream, like rattling, like things were falling off the walls, yeah. and. I've got this fever. I'm home alone, and the house is torn apart. There's no floors. Yeah, Everything's, like, weird. moved around and messed up, and I'm, like, laying on the couch with the TV right next to me, and everything in the house starts shaking and rumbling and falling off the walls. Yeah. And I was like, this is insane. This has got to be the end of the world. Yeah. This is. And I'm, end. like, kind of panicked. So I, my thought is to go outside, maybe run to our neighbor's house, who was my uncle, my aunt and uncle. Tad's. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I run outside and I have this like moment of clarity where I know they're doing construction and they're repaving the road. Oh, so and one of those, those, those big like um, flatteners. Yeah. I was yeah. driving by the house and it was shaking everything. <laughs> but I thought, because you had just told me that and I've got this fever and I'm weak minded enough yeah. as it is. <laughs> I thought that. I was going to get, yeah, like, good. attacked. Okay, I'm going to tell you another dream. Okay, like I, I got one, too. I just okay, so this one's, like, totally embarrassing, but I'll tell you Uh-oh. anyway. So I was a young kid, and we go flying. We're going to go to our first ever professional basketball game. In, in the dream or in, in real Portland, life? In Portland, in real life. Oh, okay. So we're going to fly up there, and we're going to go to this game. And I was pretty jacked about going. Mm-hmm. It's a big, exciting thing. Basketball, pro, pro ball, you know. Mm-hmm. And... uh and so we get in the airplane, we fly up there, and it was like really exciting. And the next day, we were going to go to the Portland Trailblazers up in Portland. And that night, I have this dream that we're going to the Portland Trailblazers game. And Dad and I go down to the latrine while we're watching the game to go to the bathroom so we can come back. So we go down, we go down to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And in my dream, you know, I'm going to the bathroom. And then it was and this was really weird. <laughs> is like my in my dream, I uh, there was like something fell down and like got in the way of me going to the bathroom. It was like it was it was like a, a straw wrapper, and it like stuck to me in my dream. You know, in the bathroom, you're like what's <laughs> oh going goodness. on? So I wake up and I had wet the bed. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, I was like, and I was so embarrassed. I was so awful. So what do you do? You're like. Nine, ten, somewhere like that. What do I do? I've never wet the bed for like since I ever I could remember. What do I do? So I think, oh, I'm going to sneak into my mom and dad's bedroom at my aunt and uncle's house where we're staying and tell them so that I won't be embarrassed to have to tell my aunt and uncle. All right. So in the middle of the night, I go sneaking in there. It's probably, I don't know. Everybody smells in the morning past their bedroom. And I go in there and the lights are off. And I said, mom, dad. I don't know what happened, but I wet the bed. <laughs> and then the light clicks and on. And it's your aunt. And it's my aunt and uncle. I went in the wrong room. <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I was like totally busted. <laughs> it's funny. And they probably thought I had like continence problems or something. Oh, they were probably like that <laughs> dumb Mikey again. Yeah, that figures. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a dumb dream. But anyway, there you go. It's a fun dream. It's embarrassing. It's funny. So what's your dream? You said you Oh, had I had to dream it, the whole your devil or evil house thing. This was at the house we moved into after the double wide. Okay. Uh, maybe around the fever dream time, actually, because the house, the road was actually being worked on. 
I don't know if you remember, in front of that house was a a, a manhole cover. Yeah. Like a yeah, sewage in the road. had a fish on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the road was all gray, like they just chip sealed it. Yeah. And uh, you know why that fish was on there, right? No. It's basically saying that this goes to the river. I know. Okay. Just, sorry. Knew. But uh ding dong. <laughs> I wake up in in my dream, I wake up and nobody's there. And I go outside and I had a gold nugget. I don't know where it is now. It's like a little tiny gold nugget. Very awkwardly bumpy shaped gold yeah. nugget. And that was going from earth up to the sky. Like floating? No, like yeah, like flying like a spaceship. And everybody was supposed to be getting on to this nugget. And our neighbors, who were like a Samoan family, yeah, were getting on. And a couple of them weren't able to fit on this nugget that was launching them up to the sky. And you have weird dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was basically me and two people from this family. Who, very nice family. On a golden nugget. No, 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 no. Everybody left and we were stuck. Oh. And that was the last one. You were left And behind. then that manhole cover just... <laughs> and fire shot out of it and the world like split in half that was your dream that was my dream and it was actually pretty scary that's weird but i think it was around that same time maybe because you we were talking about dreams and that might have been the dream i told you that i don't so, know you were probably too young to remember your sister having night terrors i vaguely remember like her waking up mm-hmm. in the bathroom or in the shower and and she would do these things before that when we were living in twin falls before she was probably five it oh, was weird. really scary creepy she would have these night terrors and she'd be walking around the house in the middle of the night pointing at things on the walls like like fire or whatever she'd see like the walls burst into flames oh weird she'd be walking around and pointing at them and just screaming and crying and we'd be like what's going on and we'd have to get her back to <laughs> call her the bed. priest and i don't think that one's in here either night terrors i don't oh. think that's it's on our list under nightmares maybe. i mean it is but the difference is you're up walking around I mean, it mm-hmm. is a lucid dream. You've, yeah, there's like people, like hurt people. Yeah, punch them or we would stab have them to. Or something. We would have to. You couldn't wake her up. You'd have to kind of like steer her back to the bed. Oh, that would be so. And then weird. she'd get in bed and she wouldn't remember anything about it. It was really weird. You, too bad it wasn't current. You could videotape it. I know you phone. could like you could bribe her and stuff. Say hey, like, hey, remember that time you woke up in the shower? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three in the morning, getting ready for school. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for school. It's three in the morning. What? <laughs> that was weird. Okay, so, so recurring so dreams. We covered is nightmares one. pretty much. Yeah. Everybody so. knows what a nightmare is. Yeah. Bad yeah. dream. You're stuck. The monster's getting you. You're not happy. You're opening the door and your family's there, but your family's dead. Or, you know, just terrible, terrible dreams. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's heard those. Everybody's yeah. got them. And then recurring dreams, which is what Don had, the mm-hmm. one that we told. And kind of like my stick one with yeah. Papa Tony. It happens over and over again. I don't think I've ever had a recurring dream. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I'll have a dream and I might have like the same kind of thing happen. Like uh-huh. maybe I'll fly, but it's always a different scenario. It's not like the same dream over and over again. Yeah. So I've never experienced I've had that dreams. cocoon one I just mentioned where I'm falling uh-huh. and I don't have any control and I hit the trash can and kind of like that's the end of the dream and i've had the the stick one i'd say those are the two big reoccurring dreams i've had but those are just dreams that are the same yeah every time maybe minor differences but the plot the the way it's 
brought out as the same. Well, I think sometimes people who have reoccurring dreams have the same dream, maybe little minutia mm-hmm. of changes, but the same dream, and they could have it night after night or week after week, you know, intermittently. Yeah. But it's continual. That's a weird mm-hmm. deal. I mean, yeah. What what would cause that? Why would your mind be stuck? Your subconscious mind in sleep, one third of its life, having the same dream over and over. Is yep. something trying to tell you something? I don't know. It's weird. Um, so another one is healing dreams. I mean, that's one that you can look, and there's a category for that. And healing so, dreams are supposedly messages from outside of time and space or whatever to whoa. you. To, that makes you, you know, warns you, gets you to do something so that you change something that makes your <clears throat> life better. I've heard of dreams like that where you you even solve your own problems in a dream. Yep. And sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder if... And maybe there's a different category for this, but like a healing dream could be like a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, uh, the dream with the snake. Yeah. You were going to Twin Fall or to Salt Lake every weekend. Maybe it was me being afraid that something would take you away yeah, longer be. or something. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. And my brain's trying to process my feelings and it's kind of like coming to a, a resolution yeah. of imagery in your, your brain. Yeah, it could be. I know another thing, like with healing dreams, a lot of times people who have healing dreams will be in their dream, they'll be warned that they're, they have cancer or they need to get something checked. Like, like, Hey, I had a dream and in my dream, I lost my voice and there was a lump on the side of my neck. I think I better go get it checked, even though there's no symptoms. And it kind of influences them to go in. So they go and they get checked and sure enough, they have thyroid cancer. They have something going on. Yeah. And actually will lead to their healing or that oh, something weird. is fixed. Yeah. So your that's kind of, like maybe your body knows and it's like, we got to tell the brain. brain giving huh. a way to communicate to you that your conscious mind that you've got to go and get checked. Well, that's pretty cool. If yeah, your body does that, cool. that's awesome. The body does weird things. So that's not like a psychological thing. It's more of a physical. Thing. It could be. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but. That's just kind of how they categorize it, is that it leads to healing or at least to understanding what's wrong so that you can try to get fixed or whatever. Right. Um, Next one would be prophetic dreams. You're prophetic. Your face is prophetic. (laughs) But yeah, prosthetic. Prosthetic. (laughs) Prosthetic dream. Implant your own dreams today. It's not a real dream, yeah. (laughs) You can uh, basically take off your old dream and put on a new dream. Yeah, Yeah. a bigger one. I like it better. (laughs) It's bionic. (laughs) but so yeah prophetic dreams so prophetic dreams um are precognitive Mm -hmm. or psychic so it's like you're getting information that's beyond our time domain so So, maybe my dream that i told you about at the beginning yeah could fit in that it was pathetic i mean prophetic if it's getting if if it's giving me information about the future right that would be a prophetic dream or a lot of biblical dreams in the Mm -hmm. bible are prophetic dreams because they are they're telling history in advance right and yeah. and maybe the healing dreams and prophetic dreams kind of collide they could in they, your personal life in a way like, they're the same yeah like your body knows oh man your thyroid cancer like we talked or whatever and you have this dream that your lump your neck is swollen and you could consider it prophetic that you go to the doctor and you find out you have cancer yeah or it could have been your body so those two kind of might um, kind of cross over in like a personal aspect, but prophecy in the terms of like, I had a dream that my sister got in a car wreck and it was terrible. And you wake up the next day to a phone call that your, your mm-hmm. sister just wrecked 
in her car and she's in the hospital. That would be like a really good, obvious and... Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so so basically it's your subconscious mind warning you and getting your conscious mind to understand something that is coming. How it knows, Mm -hmm. who knows. That gets to that whole weird thing. Where does your brain go? What happens? Are you getting downloads from... An extra dimension from an extra other worlds from another entity source mm-hmm. power. I don't know. The aliens, the aliens, <laughs> the aliens, or the Nephilim, or the Elohim, or the Council of Gods. You decide. Hey, and by the way, I just want to say this because I haven't said this for a while. If this kind of stuff freaks you out, you know that what we're talking about. If it makes you feel weird, don't quit listening. Go talk to your counselor. <laughs> 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 like that was this thing you told me to go to talk go to your, your counselor. counselor. This is scary. You need to hear this stuff. So if, go talk to your counselor. I think if it what you he's out. trying to say is we're not like Bible thumpers, but we do talk about like some of the more weirdy, maybe religiousy stuff. Yeah. And well, it's kind of, it's who, it's who I am. I'm not gonna try to be somebody different, but I'm not gonna Bible thump anybody either. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you want to go to the next one? Yeah. Signal dreams. Do you know what those are? Take a guess. I think that would be more like what I was talking about where you're like, I'm afraid that my dad's going to get taken away from me because he leaves every weekend. And so my brain's kind of filling in the gaps with this snake. It's kind of a, I don't know, would you consider it kind of the same? Like your yeah. your brain's kind of like dealing with your your internal problems. Yeah, so a signal a dream. dream would be, it's a way that your subconscious mind uh, basically is helping you solve problems or make decisions. Mm. In your waking life. So or deal with something. Yeah. Situations in your life are going on and the dreams are trying to get you to to help you to answer questions you mm-hmm. may have or to deal with those things that are affecting you in, yeah. in real life. Maybe maybe those uh dreams of you getting eaten by a snake were to make me, you know, give you an extra hug or whatever. Yeah. To kinda like compensate for you being gone and my I keep going back to the same thing, but it's good to have an example. Well, you know, what I think about is like, okay, so what would that be? Well, I mean, we were long distance away, and it was no fun to be Mm -hmm. separated by our family. And so I think, oh, that long snake was that job, Mm -hmm. you know, 300 miles away. And sure, it wasn't killing me, but it was eating me alive to have to leave every week. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, so who knows what your brain's right. saying, the, the mind of a 10-year-old or whatever you mm-hmm. were at the time. And you've I've heard stories, and it's like um, in like every crime movie, where the guy's like eating his yogurt in the movie, and mm-hmm. he's working on this murder case for weeks. He's eating his yogurt, and he's like, somebody's like, do you want um, granola in your yogurt? And he's like, granola? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then he like solves his problems mm-hmm. and just kind of by happenstance. Yep. I almost wonder if that's like these kind of dreams is like you're going to bed. You hear like musicians or like inventors, you yeah. know, they just went to bed and they had this dream and in they woke head, up. Yeah. And instead of a typical sliding piston in a motor, it was a rick or a triangular rotary motor. Rotary motor. Yeah. <laughs> it was a triangular motor instead of a piston thumbing right. up and down. And they're like, oh. Yeah. What if you could do that? And then they solve kind of this they, they invention. Create some, yeah, they get an invention or they're, they solve a problem during their sleep. Right. Because they thought about it so hard and then it actually loosens up enough of your brain that you actually have something come through mm-hmm. that That'd solves the problem. I like that. 
<laughs> so the next one is something that uh, you know that they have. A lot of times I'll call them great dreams or epic dreams. Oh, okay. And these are the big ones. These are the ones that you don't forget. So like the one I told. The the river and the yeah. To me, that is an epic dream, but it's also a lucid dream. So these categories are wishy-washy, right? Mm -hmm. But they're dreams that impact your life and change your life. Right. They are so impactful, they cause you to think and change about the way you do life. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Those seem like Not everybody has those. I mean, uh, some people do, and you'll hear about them. in, in like if you watch Oprah. Or whatever, and somebody comes on that has changed or done something great. A lot of times they'll talk about, I had this dream, or I had this vision, or right. whatever. And it was so powerful that it made them change. Yeah. And that's what an epic dream or a great dream is. It's something that you will not forget. You don't have to try to conjure it up. And it will be on your conscious mind every single moment that it needs to be to, to impact your life and cause change. Right. So... What about dreams? I mean, maybe kind of an epic dream, but what about, uh, you know, I have a dream, like Martin Luther King. Um, I, I would say that is an epic dream, and he probably had that as a dream. A dream dream? Or and a- then it was a conscious dream, and then it was a slogan. It was a life principle for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about me? I have the dream to become a, or not me in particular, but let's say I have the dream to be a rock star. What kind of dream would, is that? I mean, we use that terminology, dream, but it's like a... a I think you fantasize and daydream it about it enough. Well, there's fantasy too, right? Mm -hmm. Fantasies. Yeah. You dream it. In your mind, you see yourself as that. And I mean, that is a dream. You have aspiration dreams. Mm -hmm. Your your long-term goals that are dreams in there. Things you want to achieve, you know, Mm -hmm. like my wife doing Broadway or... You know, you being Picasso or something. (laughs) I don't want to be Picasso. It's too cubist for me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But anyway, it's a little, he's a little square. It's a little square? Yeah. I'm more flowy. You're more flowy? You're more of a Vincent Van Gogh? No, Van Gogh is, well, he's kind of that way, but he had, he had some STDs. Oh. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want to cut off my ear. That would be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad. I could be a, a Monet. Claude Monet. Yeah. What about uh, <laughs> the Sistine Chapel? Michael Angel? He's pretty flowy. He is flowy. He's got those arms, and they're like, I'm going to touch you, yeah, God. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. He was pretty good. And Leonardo, don't forget, Da Vinci. Not Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Forget he's him. an artist. No, he's flying around in his jet to save the planet. Come on, Austin. Leonardo DiCaprio is? Yeah, he goes around and lectures people about how they need to change you could be a Leonardo their, carbon, their carbon lifestyle oh, really? as he flies around in his jet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a diesel jet. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Sorry. Leonardo, if I said that and you're hearing this ever, I apologize. It wasn't very amazing nice. if it was. It wasn't very nice. And I know that's not your goal, so I apologize. It's good for people to try to save the planet. I agree. If there weren't people out there trying to save the planet, then there would be probably more trash. It's just harder to hear from some people than others. Let's just put it that way. It's true. Don't argue with your goal. What was I going to say, though? You were talking about... Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, 
Da Vinci. Da Vinci. <laughs> yeah, that other Leonardo. He's a good inventor. He draws oh, yeah. lots of blueprints and designs. Some of them a little weird, but yeah. But I mean, he you was. Could be, you could be a little. Uh, I'm DiCaprio. a little bit that way. I'm a little Da Vinci, not D- DiCaprio. DiCapriesco. <laughs> okay. Oh, Da Vinci, me not. What? <laughs> I do not know what that means. I don't know. I'm just making it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, gosh, we've we've got a, I think we've got a full episode. Here. Yeah, there's and a we, lot of dreams. We've talk. just scratched the surface. We have some really cool dreams that we want to go over. Mm-hmm. This is fun. I'm loving this dream podcast because it, it's funny how it's just tying stuff into other stuff. Right, and, and it's fun. Come back next time, and we're going to have more stories, more dream stories. We're going to uh, dive in a little deeper about sleeping, and we're going to maybe try to give examples of each of the seven or eight categories, I guess, that we talked about today. As always, we'd ask that you uh, give us a review, like us, follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters and the Googleizers. Yep. And, And the Instagrams. So we really appreciate you guys. Keep listening. We'll see you soon. So join us next time for some cold drinks. And some strange conversations. Taters. Taters. Taters.